This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the Old Trailblazer, bringing God's message day after day, time after time, riding out on old Dan. I'm just a poor old sinner saved by grace. The Lord called me to preach. Give me this message. Give me this church. First Baptist Church of Algiers as a pastor. I've been there for many years now after Pastor Shelton went on to be with the Lord and Brother Gayo and others. And uh, the Lord is gracious. I find the Lord gracious. And uh, just a little bit about myself. I'm born and raised on a farm here in South Louisiana, Strawberry Farm. My dad was a farmer. And come up during the Depression, learned to realize that things were not easy and things were not given to you, and we all had to work. That's one of the things I believe makes a man out of a boy. Learn how to work. And we did. We came up working. And uh, I praise the Lord for that. And we had uh, some studies on the children in the home. We're going to go back to that a little while later. But all of these studies on the home, they're on the CDs, 15-minute messages, five of them on one CD, and there'll be probably 15 or 20 of them, and they're for $1 per CD plus postage. $1 plus postage. If you'd like to have them, you may be one or all of them. So we've, we've getting good response, many of our folks. I, I tell you, I believe most folks understand what I'm saying, how that our homes have been wrecked and ruined by by the world and by Satan and by uh, loose living and uh, not, the foundation was not based upon the Lord and his word and our homes are just living uh, hells now, I call it, and where there's no love and no compassion. I see those things, my friend, but we look in there. In our last study yesterday, how that uh, husband is the head of the house and the head of the church and the head of the wife, but uh, then we come down to where so much marriages are just not lasting because there's no love there. And a lot of, a lot of marriages based on lust. And uh, I've never been able to understand how a man can mistreat a woman. I've seen that in my younger days. And I've seen uh, involved in families and others where they, where they grew up fussing and fighting. And, but I, I tell you, my friend, that's, that's a terrible thing. As I've often said, when God made a woman... He took her from the side of man to be loved and cherished. Yes, and I've heard a preacher say he didn't take her from his foot to where he'd be stepped on. How any man can mistreat a woman, I don't understand. And then I'll clarify that. I made that mention in our last study, uh, how that man is to love his wife. And I know that there's some women, some wives are just not lovable. I often say you can't love a, a fighting sow cat. You can't, you can't, you, you can't, my friend. But I believe it'd be, be better to live in the, in, the, in the top of a tree or in the barn somewhere than have that kind of thing. And how a man can lay his hand upon his wife to bruise her body and give her a black eye, especially the mother of his children. Then, then how can a, some uh, poor drunk come struggling home at night, stewed up like an owl and mistreat his wife? How can you live with yourself, my friend? If you have a conscience, how can you live with it? and uh, fussing and about to finance because of your old stingy heart and your old miserly spirit. The Lord said, Husband, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. You are the protector of that home. You are to lay down your life for that home. And any man who is willing to lay down his life, listen, 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 any man who is willing to lay down his life for his home will love his wife and love his children. Now, let me, let me just mention here. I've, I've often heard it said that our courtship courtship should never end. That's one of the things that I find now that's a problem with many of our homes. The courtships now is uh, 
is a is is frivolous thing running and drinking and and going to uh concerts and going to midnight shows and drinking and that's not courtship listen a man and a woman should never grow tired of looking into each other's eyes then goes on to say that the men ought to love their wives as their own bodies he said that he loveth his wife loveth himself then then listen let love your wife even as yourself but i've seen many a home and I've come to the conclusion that a lot of men don't even love themselves and the way I see them treat their wives. My friend, let me just stop and ask you, are you doing what the Lord says? You say, well, I just don't want to hear what you say, preacher. Well, I'm telling you what the Lord says. Love your wife. The average home today is a hellhole. It is. And that's because the average man does not know how to build a home nor to love his wife as he should. And I qualify all of these things by saying that if you, if you, my friend, if you're unlovable, if your wife can't love you, then how is she going to love you? Just so if your wife is a contentious, uh, gossiping old bitty that tends to everybody's business but hers, always critical of the neighbor and critical of the children and critical of you, how can you love that individual? You'd be better off living in a, in a housetop somewhere. Oh, now let me stop here to say the new birth. The new birth will settle 99% of our problems. Would you think about that just for a moment? The new birth will settle all of our problems. If you turn to the Lord, my friend, uh, bow your knee and let him become the head of the home because the head of every man is Christ. Have you ever bowed your knee to the Lord? Have you, my friend? Have you ever taken the blame? You know, I often mention that, that no sinner ever gets saved until he takes the blame. You say, well, what am I to blame for? You're to blame for your old sin. You're to blame for, uh, for being unruly and in your home and, and, and not, not doing what you're supposed to do. The Bible is so plain, my friend. But listen, listen. And then I've seen God save the wife and then one by one saved his children and one by one saved his in-laws. And listen, I wish I could just uh, bring you to the Lord as a four, as a four brought to paralytic. I hope this these thoughts have gone home to one heart out there in the last few days. The arrow may be pierced into, into your heart and soul and left you on your face crying before the Lord. Let me tell you something, folks. This life, this life, we're not here for long. Are you going you gonna to live in hell here on this earth, scratching and fighting and clawing and arguing over everything in the world and then go to hell and do that for eternity? My friend, it's not worth it. I'm, 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 just, I'm just trying my best to keep you from from going out into eternity lost. I'm, I'm questioning you. You say, well, it ain't none of your business. I, yes, it is. It's my business. The Lord commissioned men. The Bible says that men shall be saved through the foolishness of preaching, not foolish preaching. Oh, maybe your cry would be, Lord, Lord, make me. Make me what I should be, and uh, that I might take my rightful place in my home it, as a voice of authority and as a, high, as a priest. As it, as, it's, as, it, as it should be. Now, my friend, I know that my words don't mean anything to you, but I asked you to, to think about your soul. I'm uh, conducting a funeral today, later on this afternoon, and I, uh, I, I often i am a loss for words to someone that dies and goes on wherever for eternity. And I have to stand there and be true to those souls. I never heap laurels upon the dead. I never flower up a sermon. But I'll stand there and be honest with those 
poor souls who are grieving maybe some who are who are looking me in the face and their eyes is, maybe shows that they're 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 grieved over those things but my friend one day one day you and i gonna lay there lie there in front of a pulpit somewhere in a in a coffin whether it's a pine box or whether it's a ornate uh coffin all no but we got it doesn't make any difference when the when this breath leaves the body your soul is fixed for eternity now i'm going to ask you are you ready to meet the lord are you ready to go out to meet the lord you say well i thought we was talking about the home we are but my friend home is just a little extension of heaven it could be or either that is extension of hell which is it with you my friend are you not uh, concerned about your home and your family? Where's your children today? Where's your children, Mama, Papa? Where's your children? Are they all gone out now and, and having their own way because you you neglected to, to bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord? You know you're going to be held responsible. I told a group the other day, I said, every child that comes into this world is somebody's responsibility. Mine, yours, or somebody's. And, and I know now I, I have... I get mail and letters and phone calls from people, folks, that you never get because they, they confide in the pastor of what's going on in their homes, how that the husband is abusing the wife and abusing the children uh, verbally or either physically. And I've seen women come here to the chapel, come here to my office during the day, uh, seeking a comfort from somebody with a black eye and a bruised nose. I've seen those things, my friend. Oh, what a terrible day. What a terrible thing that is. Let's, let's, let's think about our souls. Let's think about our families. Let's think about our home. Are you uh, not trying at all to make a home? You married this woman, my friend, and got children now, and you, you want to you wanna revert back to the old days when you could do as you please? You, you, you're, not, you're not the same person. You, you have responsibility. I, I know men who would drop off at the local watering hole before they get home, drink four or five beers, and shoot around a pool or two, and then come home. Uh, smelling like a bar room and expect the wife to be all uh, kind and gentle. And now, and now, one of the saddest things that I know of is the women are drinking. Drinking and smoking, my friend. I tell you, the most awful sight I've ever seen in my life, and I've seen them, is a woman with a, with a cigarette in her hand and a bottle of beer in her hand and, uh, and, and sitting on a bar stool in a smoky. Now, about most of them don't smoke in there no more, but they would if they could. And my friend, what a picture, what a picture, what a, what a contrast between that and a, and a heavenly home, I call it, where the man comes on home and helps get up the chores before dark and puts out the garbage and do, do those things around the house and, and find out if there's anything he needs to run to the store for or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. And make sure the children are obeying their mother. Oh, what a, what a difference in that home. And then mother, are you being faithful? So much today of infidelity, my friend. I see it in the paper. And then men get hot under the collar and, and, and stab their wife or stab, stab their girlfriend and all. It brings on death and hell, my friend. Hell awaits thee to meet thee at thy coming. The Bible said it's enlarging itself to meet thee. But, my friend, it all, it all could be different if you would just look to the Lord. Look to the Lord, my friend. I, I know it takes grace. I know it's the work of the Spirit to bring you there. But my friend, are you, are you resisting evil? The Bible says resist the devil and he'll flee from you. The Bible says strive to enter in. Are you striving or are you just justifying yourself in everything you do? Well, oh, my friend, my friend, I, I, know, I know that we're not making much sense. 
But I asked you, would you would you think about your soul? Dad, would you think about your soul of your children, where, where they're going to spend eternity? If you leading a life, exemplary life in front of them to where they say, oh, if my old dad was still here. No, they may cuss you behind your back. But my friend, it's a good time to start. Even today, tonight, tonight, go in there and, and, and after supper and call them all around and, and beg their forgiveness for being a horses behind all your life and mean and contrary and ugly to them and ugly to your mama. Tell them how sorry you are for, for being abusive to their mother. And then get down and pray. Get down on your knees if you have to and ask the Lord to forgive you. It'll make a difference in your home, my friend. It'll make a difference. This is what the old trailblazers are all about. I'm just a poor old sinner saved by grace, and I know what the Lord lays out for us to do and how he wants us to act and how he wants us to be. And I praise the Lord for the instructions in God's word, and I praise the Lord for a true pastor who was true to me back there many years ago, and the Lord gave me grace to do that, and I praise him for it. I wish you'd pray for me. Just just write me and pray for me. Tell me you're praying for me. Remember my mailing address, the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. You may not appreciate anything I say, but I love you. Remember that, and pray for me, and may God bless you. Goodbye.